Hoje eu preciso te encontrar de qualquer jeito Nem que seja só pra te levar pra casa Depois de um dia normal Yeah, we back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we got everything okay. We got everything figured out with the yogurt. He's good. He's good. <laughs> All right. Perfect. I want some kids sticking without the yogurt on my behalf. I don't think he's supposed to eat yogurt at night, but anything, <laughs> anything for him to be quiet right now. <laughs> By the way, that actually, like, I gotta admit, like, I'm fairly impressed that you're doing this. Like, I am so grateful that you are, too. It's, it's really enjoyed the ones that I've listened to so far, and I think it's super cool that you're doing it. Hey, thanks. It's fun. And I'll stop doing it to, when it stops being fun. <laughs> and we need to, like, find somebody to interview you. Like, you need to go through this process, too. Oh, I'm good. Somebody will. Hey, um... Eventually, my story will come out in bits and pieces throughout bits and how pieces. many episodes. Because <laughs> I only am interviewing people that I know, and we mostly talk about my, what I talk about is our interactions. So, I mean, it just takes, it'll be a separate timeline. <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask you um, yeah. what it's part of the, a new segment would be part of the, uh, last nine years uh, what kind mm-hmm. of uh, what kind of callings have you had and what do you have right now oh uh right now i'm the first counselor in the elders quorum mm-hmm. um but i mean callings gosh i've a lot because i most every semester i mean every new year in school i was in a new place and then i was moving every summer so i mean Never stuck around very long, but I've had mostly teaching colleagues, to be honest. Usually I'm a gospel doctrine teacher, a priest quorum teacher. I mean, that seems to be where I get put a lot. You're in a family um, ward right now, or were you mostly in student wards for the most? Or it, I got out of student wards pretty much as I got out of student wards pretty much as fast as I could. Uh-huh. So as soon as I got married the first time, ever since that, I've been um, mostly in family wards. So after you got out of your first marriage, you never went, you didn't go back to a singles ward. No, the the interesting thing was is it took a while for um, the divorce to go through. She fought me pretty hard on like the conditions of the divorce, um, so I wasn't supposed to go. I mean, I talked to a um, the bishop, and he's like, "No, nah, you know, if you're still technically married, you should probably be in a family ward." So that lasted pretty much that whole first semester, and then when I went to you know do my um, internships and when I was working, I mean, there weren't singles words. It was just family words. Yeah. So I guess when I gave back to school at BYU before I married Melina, um, I guess I was in, in single words there when I was back in school. So but I, I didn't really enjoy the single words scene, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I, I had this huge, I don't know if it's, I don't know if you call it a chip on your shoulder or like this, this desire to like get people to leave me alone. But like, Usually the first words out of my mouth when people would come introduce themselves to me at a singles award was, yeah, you know, I just barely, just barely got divorced. It took me about a year to figure out I didn't ever want to do that again or something like that. You know, I'd say something like that. They're like, oh, okay. What? <laughs> then get some. You know where they are. So back to Juan Pessoa, how long were you with Marquis? So this is Marquis was just for just six weeks. Um, we married a couple and got them baptized. 
they were super cool. They were from the interior too. And after, shortly after they got baptized, they ended up moving back into the interior. So I really hope that not the missions expanded, you know, that they've been found and yeah. they're going back to church again. I haven't ever heard or seen from them again, but I really liked that couple. So, um, he, I don't remember too much from that transfer besides I really started developing some strong like friendships in the ward. Like I remember that being like the first ward I was ever in that like I actually started like developing friendships with the uh, members and like getting tight with them. Yeah. Um, after Marky's got transferred, uh, Florentino, Flo- Florentino came in and we were LAZ companions. Um, he had, we the, actually, uh, he had all the stuff hanging off of his belt. Is that that's right? right. Okay. That's right. The jingle monster. <laughs> as I, that's how I referred to him. You know, he tried. I'm, <laughs> this is actually kind of a funny story. I was, um, <laughs> I was getting ready one morning and he was like, he was like sneaking up behind me to like scare me, you know. And I was like, jingle, 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 jingle. Cause he like came up and scared me. And he's like, ooh, did I get you? I'm like, yeah, you got me. You got me, man. <laughs> Oh man, he was hilarious. We actually got along really well. Uh, we had really good success uh, from there on out. The memorable moment during that transfer was that I hit my year uh, year mark, and they threw a big party for me, and like everybody signed my shirt. I went home and I burned my shirt in the shower, which was not smart because uh, <laughs> it burned a lot bigger and a lot faster and a lot hotter than I thought it would, and it like caught the roof on fire. And we were in an apartment complex. And, like, only on the third floor or something. So I ended up, like, um, turning on the shower and, like, throwing water up and, like, trying to get it all, you know, put out and stuff. Jeez. And uh, <laughs> it was a mess. Gosh. So the entire ceiling the entire ceiling was, like, black, right, from the smoke and the flames. I don't know what I was thinking. I was a freaking idiot. <clears throat> so it ended up being the black ceiling, burned ceiling for, like, a couple weeks until we knew that um, sister was coming to check it out. And so then that day I just uh, got naked, got some sandpaper, and sanded the roof for like literally four hours uh, to sand all that black char off. And I'm sure that's going to give me cancer sometimes because it was just this weird powder that got all over in my face and my mouth, and I was sneezing like gross <laughs> stuff for a week, man. It was bad news. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I remember from that transfer was my mom sent me, like, this bag of, like, chicken soup that was just, like, add water and, like, cook it up. Yeah. So I totally did that, cooked it up, ate it, and it I that was, like, the sickest I've ever been on my mission. It got me the squirts and the pukes and the fevers huh. and the everything. And now, Is that from every the time water I smell that smell. From the soup? I don't know. I don't know. But I just <laughs> got sicker in the dog, and now whenever I smell that type of chicken soup, I get sick again. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. That is bad. <laughs> So, so you're only I was in a just year? Jeez. Yeah, this is a year. That's an action-packed year. No, that's fine. Yeah, I know. You can tell whatever we'll stories you need to. I mean, Paulson right. was here for like three and a half hours of punk. <laughs> I'm trying to be kind of quick, but these are fun. <laughs> this is good times going through this. Yeah. So the other thing that happened in uh, my uh, my transfer with Florentino was um, – the girl, like the girlfriend at home, it was like her birthday. Right. So I, uh, I had Florentino call her and like tell her that I was thinking of her, you know, but I didn't get on the phone. Florentino did it. So we thought that was okay. But I remember, <laughs> but I remember like getting a, a letter from her, like chewing me out that, that people were calling her that I need to be more focused on my mission and stuff. Oh, no. She like burned me. Yeah. 
Yeah. You, you need to be obedient while you're on your mission. <laughs> like, you have no idea what I've been through. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to say, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> should have. Should have. Could have, should have, would have. So, yeah. Um, Florentino and I were together for just six weeks. We had really good success while he was there. And then I got transferred from there to Mulchadown. Yay! Yay! And I was <laughs> companions with Kidino. Did you ever know Kidino? Uh, I've heard of him. No, he took my place, I think. Oh, did he? Okay. In Mulchadown. So Mulchadown was by far. So I was there uh, September of 2005 until October 2005. Okay. I went home in August, so. Yep. So you. Past my time now. Everything. Onward, it's past my time. <laughs> did you? Were you? Did you die in Mochadao, or did you go somewhere else? No, I went back for a transfer in Nova Natal. <laughs> oh, that's right. I knew that. With Squire. Okay. Squire, nice. Yeah, dude, Mochadao was freaking crazy. It was just crazy. Tell me about how crazy it was, because I know how crazy it was. I want to have my opinions validated. <laughs> so. I remember the very first. Okay, by I have to like preface this that this was the the time of my mission that I laughed the most. Loved Kidino, freaking hilarious. We got along. Was in your house. So it was me, Kidino, and then we had Labus and his junior. What was his junior's name? I don't remember it off the top of my head. Do you live in that house with the attic, and you had to do your laundry upstairs and hang mm-hmm. out? No, we lived in a super nice house. Yeah, the super nice house with the stairs or the ladder going up to the roof. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, it was up there. Mm-hmm. And there's like a walkway all around, like a sunroom all, around, all around the whole thing. And we used to play War and Uno outside on the balcony. Yep, that was the house. I loved that house. Yeah, it was a great house. <laughs> it was a super nice house. That was the nicest house I lived in in Brazil. What room did you live in? We lived in... the. Uh... The one that was closest to the street? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, outside that window, across and down, we saw some people um, breaking the, the seventh on a, <laughs> on a hood of a car. And and on Rodrigo and, uh, and who else was it? Uh, Rodrigo and um, Vicente and um, someone else were like, no way, look down there. I can't believe it. And so all of us are just going, look, they're doing it. <laughs> so that was that house. <laughs> that was Mochadão, man. Mochadão was crazy. It was by far, well, I was in Felipe Camarão for six months, and that was pretty crazy too. And yeah. it's a close, it's a close, it's a close fight between the two. I'd say Mochadão had the, the edge. Uh, take a bus up there or take a black car up there or walk through the forest. Yep, and we it was like a coin flip every day, which one we decided to do. Man, and it was crazy. I remember the very first day we were there, like we walked up and met with the baptism that had just happened in the previous week, and they were literally living in a mud hut. Like, there wasn't power, there wasn't windows, there wasn't anything. It was literally a mud hut that they lived in. Yeah. And I remember just like, I, had, I mean, I had seen, you know, poverty yeah. you know it's certainly a poor area but i hadn't seen anything like that and then the leper colony was past mulchy around there yep yeah, yeah it was great yeah it was the poorest poorest place i've ever been yeah and i remember the other thing that stuck out to me was i remember we were teaching this girl and you know we were obviously in the living room with the front door open that was just standard practice and we heard gunshots 
And so we paused in the lesson, and the gunshot, there was another gunshot, and it was louder and obviously closer. And so this guy, this guy goes running past the house in the street. Like, he's just, he's literally, like, just running as fast as he can, obviously trying to get away. And then this bike goes by, like, this motorbike goes by about a second later, and there's one guy driving, and there's a guy on the back that's, like, kind of standing up and shooting at this guy that's running in front of him, you know? And, yeah, they right past the front of the house. And I was like, geez, that was crazy. Like, And that stuff was just, like, standard practice there. Like, it just had, like, this, it just had, like, this evil feeling, too. Like, I don't think I was really ever, like, scared in my mission, but I remember feeling, like, the most evil of presences there, if that makes sense. Yeah, and after four months there, I was drained. Like, just drained. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't explain it, but I I'd never felt like that before after leaving an area. But and Rodrigo, he was there when I got there, and I was I was sending him home. So he'd been there four months before. He's like, man, after four months here, you're a different missionary or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was like I don't know how to like I've tried to describe it to you know like my family or my wife, and I'm like I don't know how to say it besides like it just felt evil. Like yeah. it just felt like. You are in the presence of evil. It's like, amazing. The uh, there's some pretty strong members that live up there, though. Yeah, I mean the bishop but, lived up there, and there's a bunch of cool people that I baptized. When you were there, were they meeting in the schoolhouse there, or were they going down to the other chapel? Uh, we were doing both, but there's a schoolhouse there that we're doing. Okay, so we just did exclusively in the um, in the school. Yeah, well, that's there. what it was. But then <clears throat> the other people that were in like. By a centro or whatever it was on the other side of the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, we would always go to their meetings too, or sometimes oh, really? we'd sometimes bus people down to show them what a real church looked like. <laughs> <laughs> when possible, yeah. we would we would try to baptize in the church rather than baptize in that one. Back in the in the in the cement in the cement hole. Yep. 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 Crazy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think I think that if I hadn't had Elder Kitty, you know, as a companion, that it would have been really like I don't I don't know how I would handle it, but Kitty, you know, was like a dream come true. Like just, I, I mean, I can't say he was my favorite companion, but he was certainly up there. Like I just laughed and laughed like the entire time that we were together. It was so fun. Um, but that was actually we had. Um, so when I first got there, he's like, "We need to set a big goal. We need to set a big goal." He's like, "What should we do?" And I was like, "Well, my birthday's coming up in a month." He's like, we need to baptize as many people as we can on your birthday. I was like, all right. So we 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 had really good success. We baptized quite a few people before then, but then we baptized like ten people on my birthday. On your which birthday, was super fun. Yeah. The, you sandbagged them all for your birthday. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, so we had we had this big huge baptism day. Mm-hmm. But um, at that point, there was so Ipes, which was my area previous to Mochidel, actually wasn't that far away. Yeah. Um, so on our P days, like sometimes we'd go and we'd visit some of my friends and he pays in the ward. Um, and I think Kidino already knew people in that ward as well. I think he'd passed through that ward. And so like he was a game as well. But um, what ended up happening was is we ended up like, I think they were doing a lunch for my birthday or something. I don't remember all the exact details, but we ended up going to like the zoo, like the Jean Pessoa Zoo right. with people from he pays and a couple other mom. missionary companions. Forget to mom. And we went and had like a, a picnic there on a on a P day, 
and like everybody, you know, it was fun and then everybody's kind of taken off and, um, you know, Gideon and I kind of stayed and hung out with some of the people from me pays. And then we went home and, uh, the next day I got a phone call from president Gershwander and, uh, he's like, I heard that you, you know, you and Gideon have been spending your P days in, in you pays. I was like, yeah, we go down there sometimes for P day. He's like, I heard that you and Kidino were talking to some of the young women. I was like, yeah. He's like, and that you guys weren't next to each other. You guys were like separated and you were out like, you know, with the girls alone. I was like, no, <laughs> like that didn't really, I mean, there was, and I kind of understood like what point of the day he might've been referring to, but I was like confused. Right. And, um, and so like, he ended up burning me. Like he ended up like really getting like on me about it. And, uh, then at the, about the same time, one of the, one of the girls from the ward ended up calling the cell phone of the zone leaders in he pays and like asked for me. And I don't, I don't remember. I, I, it's been years now, but anyways, it looked super bad, right? It looked super bad. And Gishwander like burned me for like out, like he, burned me for like an hour on the phone that day. And then he came up, did a special meeting with us and burned me for like another three hours. Like really kind of humbled me. He didn't um, like demote me or anything, but he did transfer both Kitty and I out at the end of that <laughs> transfer. So, I don't even know. It might've even been like that we got transferred early. I don't think it was. I think it was just the end of transfer. We both were sent out. Um, so I got moved out of Mochidao to Filippi Camaro. Okay. Um, but yeah, mulch it out, man. I don't know what else to say besides like it was just scary and amazing and like the most intense time of my mission almost. Yeah. And it was funny because Kirino <laughs> so Kirino had to get circumcised on his mission. <laughs> Why? You know, there was, was there an there infection was, or something? There, there was problems. I think that the foreskin was too tight or something. <laughs> oh, so he had yeah, so he ended up getting circumcised right before I got there. And so he was like still in recovery mode for like the first week that we were together. And that ended up being a pretty funny element of our companionship. It is funny. Cause once it got healed up, it looked pretty jacked up and uh, he liked to, to pull it out and show it. And he's like, Shafin, he's like, I've got to marry a virgin. I've got to marry a virgin. Cause if some girl sees this thing, she's going to be like, that thing's effed up. <laughs> oh, That's funny. Hey buddy, you want to sit up here? But yeah, I remember hanging out with like I really enjoyed Labus and my my other housemates, and I liked being a zone leader there. It was good times, and I I loved Kitty. You know, I loved being you know his companion. It was super fun. Yeah. But I got transferred from there to Filippi Camaro, and uh, again, kind of in that burn slat, you know, being burned and being sent out because I was a bad missionary or whatever. Yeah. But I was still a zone leader, and I got to be with Croshaw. So. Yay! Yay! So I was okay with it because I freaking love Croshaw more than anything. Like I'm gonna raise my kid to be like Croshaw. <laughs> um, Croshaw is just the man. Um, we had such a good time together. When we got there, um, he had started almost like Dante's family part two. Like he had baptized uh, this girl Valeria and her sister, and now we need to like baptize the parents, right? So that kind of became the mission and. Croshaw and I just had such a good time together. Like, he and I would, like, wake up in the morning, like, super happy. Like, we would literally be talking to each other as the other one's showering, you know, like, in the same room, just, like, talking, like, you know, about what's going on and stuff. Like, a little maybe too tight of a bond, but we just (laughs) 
<laughs> freaking loved it, man. And we killed it. Like, we did a good job while we were there together. Well, you were in the same group in the MTC, right? Yeah, we were. And he was. we were in the same room in the MTC. Okay. Yep. So, still friends with Croshaw. Love that guy to death. Um, super fun to be his companion. So, we were only together for six weeks. Um, and Flippy coming out. Did you serve there? No. I've no? served in like three areas in my whole mission, so that that's it. Okay. <laughs> so Flippy coming out was remarkably similar to Mulchidow. Oh, like, wow. It's the yeah. Mulchidown of Natal? It's the Mulchidown of Natal. Actually, yeah, that's a perfect. That's the perfect description. Like, it's super poor. It was literally built like on an old landfill. <clears throat> but landfill. that's in Z- Zona Sul, right? There I think so. It wasn't in Zona Norch. No, I think it was in Zona Sul. Because I was only in Zona Norch in Natal. So I was, yeah. I was super specific on what areas I was in. <laughs> yeah, so it was the Mulchidown of Natal, man. It was like half the area was literally built on top of an old landfill. Yeah. Like people that go and like gather up the trash, take it back to Filippi Camarão mm-hmm. and like dig through the trash area. No, stuff I, like... I spent some nights there for some reason, like going, I don't know. I, I'd never served there, but I was there a couple nights and that was a I think that was an area that I slept in the same bed as Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the area. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the house was actually pretty nice, but it was like right on the edge of the area that was actually kinda nice. The rest of the area was like completely ghetto, totally favela, right? Well in Mulchiron you can't even live in your area. You had to live in Baye and bus right. there. <laughs> Well, that's basically what happened in Filippi Camarão, too. I mean, there's this little tiny slice of area right at the edge that was livable. You know, yeah. otherwise you would have had to have lived outside the area. Okay. So it was pretty amazing. So I actually ended up being there for six months. Um, I was there for six weeks with Croshaw, and then after he left, I ended up being there for four and a half months with uh, Antonelli. But we'll get to that in a second. We love Antonelli. With... We were there when uh, me and Birch were there when Antonelli came to the mission. Dude, Antonelli is my brother. I love that guy. Yeah, I like, like him a lot, and I think Birch liked him a lot. It was just new. It's hard to be with anybody new. Yeah. You, you know, after after you get seasoned, I mean, I was with Lopes when he was brand new, and we were great friends, but then I lived with Lopes in Mochi Round, and I think we were better friends when he wasn't brand new. That's yeah. Hard. Yeah, it's hard when you're new. I mean, it's just a huge transition. You know, I mean, it's hard. But... Croshaw and I, um, super good times. I don't remember if this was with Croshaw or with Antonelli, but one of the funny stories in Filippi Camarão was we were teaching this kid in this alleyway, and um, this this guy that was high or drunk or both came walking out with a crocodile skin and started walking away. So we finished up our lesson, and we kind of followed him, and he like goes and knocks on this other guy's door, and he's like, hey, I'm selling you this crocodile skin, 10 hay eyes. And the other guy's like, no, dude, I'm not paying 10. I'm only paying five. And they like got into this huge argument. And then both of them pulled out these huge knives <laughs> and, like, and like started like, like stabbing at each other almost. And then, uh, <laughs> and then like ended up almost ending up in a big fight, but uh, the guy with the crocodile skin ended up wandering away. That was kind of crazy. I remember that. <laughs> And I saw more guns in Flippy Camarão than I saw anywhere else. People pulling them out, people carrying them, people driving around on motos with friggin' guns. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Scary area. But, yeah, I loved the time with Croshaw. We had a good time. Um, I don't remember who was in the house with us at that time. 
there was four guys there, but I don't remember who the other two were. But Crochet ended up getting transferred out. Antonelli got transferred in, and we were companions for, for four and a half months. And we kicked butt. I think like almost a third to maybe even a half of my baptisms were with him. So Antonelli was his own leader? Yeah, he and I were his own leader companions. Good. Good for him. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, to, glad to hear about these growth of missionaries that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he and I end up just being like, I mean, mm. like brothers. Like we got so tight over the, I mean, we were together for four and a half months, you know. Mm. We just got to be such best friends. And I just love Antonelli. And he was powerful. Like, he was a worker. Like, and we were just both, like, kind of in our prime almost, you know? So we just yeah. killed it. So, yeah, we had tons and tons of baptisms while we were there. And um, a lot of them are still solid. I'm I'm close with a lot of them still. A lot of them got on missions, come back. Uh, still keep in contact with some of them. Good. Um, yeah. But let's see, what other crazy stories with Flip coming out? I mean, that's where all the crazy stories were. Yeah. Like, I remember, it's like... It's too bad that uh, the crazy stories happened later on in the mission, where it's it's hard to remember the crazy stories. Yeah, yeah well, the I crazy remember stories. all the crazy stories in Nova Natal with Dylan, like, people getting possessed and things like that. And then that kind of stuff happened once in a while, but most of the crazy stuff happened, like, in the first six weeks. <laughs> and it was just like, this is crazy. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing people here? What is going possessed on? possessed, and we can baptize anybody we want to, and what is going on? <laughs> It's fun. Yeah, good times. <laughs> totally how it was. Yeah, Flippy coming out. Like, it was just crazy. I don't even know what else to say about it. <laughs> so I was there for like six months. Um, Antonelli and I baptized a ton. Crush and I baptized a ton. And while we were there, they were constructing a new church. It was growing so fast that they they destroyed the... Well, actually, they didn't destroy it. They just built on top of the existing church. Right. So the whole time I was there... Like they started, they started construction right when I got there, and we were in a school throughout yeah. the entire time I was there. And then they moved into the new church right as I left. Yep, <laughs> yep. That's the best. So we were literally baptizing people in a kiddie pool, in a uh-huh. kiddie swimming pool, like an up, you know, like above the ground, like pool. Um, that was kind of hilarious. But yeah, we had some interesting miracles happen there. Like I remember. Um, this girl getting super sick, like she had some sort of weird, it was like chicken pox almost, but it was, it was far, far worse than chicken pox. But we ended up like giving her a blessing and she was like cured. That was crazy. I remember one time we were walking through this nasty, nasty of the ghettos and it just felt scary and it felt like, oh crap, we can't, we shouldn't be walking through here. <laughs> so I, uh, I told Antonelli, I'm like, dude, just say a prayer. We get through here. Okay. He's like, all right. And then this guy just randomly stopped and he's, and he like opened up his door in his car and he's like, get in here. So we got in his car and he like drove us back to our place and he's like, you guys, what are you, <laughs> you shouldn't be out here. Dude. What are you doing? You know, he's like, I, he's like, I heard it. I heard a voice that told me that I needed to come, need to come find two people and here you are. He's like, so I'm taking you wherever you need to go. So that was kind of crazy. That is awesome. And then we also had some lady have like, and, People in Brazil just have, like, these crazy miracles happen to them, and they don't even think about it. Like, I remember this lady, like, having this this vision. Like, I don't remember where, if it was in Flip Coming Out, if it was in somewhere else. But I remember, like, we taught them the lessons and stuff, and then the next day... No, we taught her the first lesson. We came back the next day to teach her the second, because she was an elect. 
She's like, oh, I had a vision last night, you know, whatever. And she's telling us about the vision. I was like, all right. So then we pulled out the, the lesson manual, and we showed her a picture of Joseph Smith, and she's like, yeah, that's the guy I was talking to last night. <laughs> and, uh, it was just, just random stuff like that. Just Did crazy. she get baptized? Yeah. Oh, good. Because when I had yeah. stuff like that happen, they didn't get baptized. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? How could you not do that? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Antonella and I were together for three transfers. And then... Um, Gishwantner came in and I asked him if he'd let me go back to Kaiko and he did. So I got um I got let go as a zone leader and I got put as a district leader and moved to Flippy Kamarao or sorry to Kaiko and I was in the central area where you were at rather than in the um the area that I was at previously with Pickett. But I got to go back and see the Dantas family and stuff and I was in the same house with Sorensen uh for those last two transfers. What house was good. this? Was that in the same area? Those two houses? Um, or is that a new house? No, it was a new house. Yeah. I think it was. It wasn't in the sister's house, and it wasn't in the, your first Kaiko house. Where no, was yeah, it? it was a different house. Where was it? Um. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. How do you describe it? I just where it was Well, at. okay, there's the uh, main stake center church next to the pond that's on the other side of Kaiko, right? Okay, actually, so it was, you know where the Hodaviati was at? Yeah. It was literally just up the street. Well, that's where the first house was. Yeah, but it wasn't the same as the first house. It was <laughs> the same area, though. Same area. Okay, it wasn't by the church or wasn't in the, the middle no. of town or whatever. No. Okay, so you still had a, quite a walk to go to church and to go over yeah. to, to, what is it, the white... Castello Branco was an area for the Centro, right? Take a, no, moto, take a moto taxi and go clear out. Probably. <laughs> out of town? Get out of here. Probably. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I remember street names from areas still. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. No, not even close. Yeah, not that's me. why I'm a geography major, you know? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I don't think I even knew a street name while I was there. You're the worst. Let alone now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There's no way. Um, yeah, so I went back to Flippy coming out. I'm sorry, back to Kaiko. I was given Elder Ejigio, um, which Sorensen likes to say, Ejigio. That's his favorite thing to do there. Um, but Sorensen and I ended up making a lot of Musa Jumatakuja. Yeah. Um, like we literally ate it like every single day until we couldn't stand it anymore. Gross. It was so awesome. Um, I didn't really have that much success in Kaiko Centro. It was a pretty hard area, to be honest. It is. It's it's way hard. Me and West were there, and um, we did great. <laughs> it was hard still. It and, was. I mean, I mean, yeah, like when we were in, uh, what is it, Juan Vinci Trace and Paulo Sesta on the uh, Seri Do side, when, when you were with Pickett over mm-hmm. on those hills, um I remember the sisters were still having a hard time in Centro, and um, Centro was harder than the other ones. Yeah, Centro was hard. It was a harder area. Yeah. Um, we did okay, and I really liked Jujio. He was pretty quiet, um, you know, more reserved, um, but we got along really well. Um, and then he got transferred out, um, and then my last companion was Elder Pereira, Um who was kind of known That's for... That's who it was. It was Pereira. When we were in multi-round, it was me and Rodrigo and Vicente Pereira. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Pereira, Pereira was great. 
I don't know. How, I don't know how he was as a missionary, but he was hilarious with Rodrigo and Vicente. <laughs> oh, he was he, he was totally funny. Like he was like a hilarious human being, and like we got along at like the human level, okay. Yep. But yeah, he was he was at a point where he was kind of bitter about his mission. Like yeah. he was, yeah. Him by shout out to J- Junior, and um, you know, he was kind of bitter about the whole thing. So. He was still pretty fresh when I was with him, so he wasn't embittered. I loved, yeah, I, I liked him a lot. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, we actually, I mean, on at the human level, we got along just fine. You just didn't really like being a missionary. But you know what Panchman is? Who? Panchman. Who's Panchman? He's Henry's Pokemon that he got from Lucas. <laughs> no, I don't. I think he's been upstairs. Or he's in the chair. Look around. I don't know. He's looking for a Pokemon. <laughs> so yeah, Potato was like bitter at that point. I don't know. Like it, we got along fine as humans, but like he just didn't like being a missionary. Almost, you know. Mm-hmm. But actually, some he said. So something. were there four in Centro? Yeah. So okay. well, not four in Centro. There's just two of us in Centro, but um, four of us lived in the house, oh. and Sorensen was in Cerrito. When I was there, it was four in Centro. So it was. Yeah, there's uh, just two of us. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. That's your last area, huh? That was my last area. So, so did, uh, you, did you go over hang out with uh, the Cerrito people a bunch, or did they? Come oh, all over? the time. Yeah, I went over and hung out with the Dantes family a lot, and spent a lot of time over there. And no one ratted you out on visiting other areas on your P days. <laughs> nah, not this time. Not this time. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> so yeah, I spent a lot of time over there. I mean, that's really the reason I wanted to go back. We still had good success. The fun part of that transfer was I finally got to out. Like it was my vision to like baptize all sorts of different kinds of people. I had never gotten to baptize like this, like an old dude yet. And during my last transfer, we baptized this 85-year-old guy that was like in a wheelchair. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So that was fun. And then I had like a little picket farewell when I actually got, when I actually died. Oh, yeah, that's great. They sent you away? Yeah. So I actually had like a little, like a big old group of people there at the Hodoviadia that sent me home. Awesome. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Oh, I baptized with... um... I don't know where who I was with, either Croshaw or Jinx. It was my last week in Moochie Round. I baptized this really old lady. I don't know if you remember a really old lady in Moochie Round. Dude, I do know exactly what you're talking about. A really old lady. She lived kind of on the corner. and She had like, um, like she served us lunch a few times. She would always give us crackers just for fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the back, like she, I mean, she had yeah, like kind like of a, a patio backyard. In the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That was fun. That was she my was last super baptism awesome. in that area. Really? I, never, I never got to see her. It was my last week in that area. We baptized her, and then I never saw her again. Dude, she was awesome. Yeah, I wanted to go back on my week of going around the mission with Birch, and I didn't have time on my last day to go to with you around from the office and back. I went and bought stuff as souvenirs <laughs> instead. I kind of feel bad about it, but my family needed souvenirs because that's the first thing they ask for. <laughs> <laughs> did you go on a tour of the mission? I did, yeah. Um, so I ended up getting put with, I mean, I ended up doing some of it with, a little bit with Croshaw, if I remember right, and then I spent some time with Dornelli's. Oh, hold um, on. do you remember that old lady's name? Because I do not. <laughs> no, not even close. Just I just remember loving her. I mean, she was amazing. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. She was Kitty like a grandma it. that was just give you crackers. You just show up at her yep. house. She's like, "Come on in, come into the backyard. Let's get you some food." Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, wait yep. a second. I didn't baptize her. 
No, I had to leave before she was baptized. Sorry. Okay, well, Kadina introduced me to her, like, right when I got there, like, and she was, like, amazing. We loved her. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember how I found I'll go read my journal. <laughs> I haven't looked at my journal or any pictures or anything from my mission. This is just all... <laughs> all off the cuff? <laughs> all off the cuff, every time. Well, speaking of, like, pretty, like, memorable baptisms, Felipe Camarão was interesting. So Snell started teaching this lady called uh, Maria Paula. Right, and Maria Paula was interesting because she was smart, uh, but she was also like kind of chronically depressed, and she'd done some pretty bad things in her life. So when I got there, Croshaw was you know my companion. He's like, dude, I'm glad you're here. You know, um, we've been talking to this lady Maria Paula, and she's like suicidal, and I'm not quite sure what to do. You know, I think you could bring some good insight. So we went and we met with her like right when I first got there, and um, and yeah, she was like suicidal and and. Crush on her, like, well, why don't why don't we get you baptized? Is that what you want? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. But she had done such bad things that like she actually had to be interviewed by president in order to like get clearance. <clears throat> so we kept teaching her, and we just would stop by, you know, uh, a couple times a week on the way home, you know, visit with her and talk to her and stuff, and try and make progress towards um, getting baptized. She read the Book of Mormon like a couple of times. I think she read the Miracle Forgiveness. She like she was legit, you know. So. Over the, over the course of the whole six months that I was in Philippi Camarão, I kept bugging President over and over and over again to come and interview her. And finally, and he kept telling me not to waste my time, like I was wasting my time by visiting her. So finally, um, he finally came and interviewed her, and he said that she could get baptized. And that was like last couple of weeks that I was in Philippi Camarão, we got to baptize her. Cool. And that was super cool. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. Yep. And then uh, the bat, the family that, that Croshaw had started um, before I got there, the, the Dantas family of Natal, we ended up getting them baptized finally. Um, and we baptized the father first and then he got to baptize the wife a few weeks later yeah. when we finally convinced her she should get baptized. That was pretty cool too. That's cool. Yep. And then both her daughters ended up going on missions. Yay. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Where'd you go on your tour? So started in Kaiko. Well, I left from Kaiko. I went from there to Natal. And we went and visited Felipe Camarão, went and visited Cerido. I don't remember what the heck the name of the area was in Natal that I served in. Um, <laughs> it was kind of, it wasn't on the beach, but it was close. <laughs> <laughs> That's not helpful, is it? Yes, not <laughs> at all. I mean, some of the roads are sand and some of them are parallel people. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. So you started, uh, so you came from Kaiko. Who did you tour the mission with? Uh, mostly Dornelli's, I think Crochet a little bit. Um, so we went from Kaiko to Natal. I wanted to try and get to Campina yeah. before uh, before we left, but I never got the chance. So we just mostly went around in, in Natal and then around in Ipes in Joao Pessoa. You go back to and then I didn't go back to Bolchero, no. I didn't. I was scared. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard once you leave it. It's hard to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. No, I, I mostly <laughs> focused on it, and I wasn't in Mulcher down that long. I mean, right. we had really good success, and I loved Kidino and stuff. But you know, and then I got emergency transferred out. Um, I spent more time in pays, so I had stronger relationships with the people there. Cool. So, oh. yeah, so we toured the mission, and then um, <laughs> did the big dinner with Gishwantner. Mm-hmm. Did exit interviews. Yep. Went to the yours. temple. 
Did you get burned at all? Or no, good? I didn't get burned. It was really, it was good actually. I mean, he was really um, positive with me. Good. It was interesting because he made a big deal out of me not like. No, don't he spent a fair portion of the interview talking about um, like my callings, like how I was his own leader, and then he's like. I never called you as an AP. He's like, I was thinking about it, but, uh, you know, this and this and this or whatever, you know. And he explained, like, his whole logic around it, like, perhaps that he thought, like, I'd been offended that I hadn't been called AP or something. Okay. I don't know. That was kind of weird. But, like, overall, it was a super positive experience. Um, and then he just, like, gave me some counsel about going home and getting married and stuff. Obviously, it was poor counsel, Gishwander, because that first one didn't work out very well. <laughs> yeah, way to go, but, Gish. <laughs> but second one is <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's a keeper. Yeah, second time's a charm for me. <laughs> um, what? Okay, so that's your mission. What you? I know you don't remember any like areas or roads or people, <laughs> but do you remember any music? Do you like have songs or bands or anything that you remember? I remember Calcinia Preta. Okay, there's just no forgetting that. And I actually didn't mind Foho. Like yeah. everybody acts like it was so awful. I didn't. Mind it. I thought it was kind of fun. If I have Lawrence, come on. Um, if I have uh, my iPod on shuffle and a Foho songs comes on, I'll listen to it. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I won't skip it. So I mean, it's fine. It's all right. But that's Let's the only see. band. Any other favorite songs or any other any other things like that? Or did you take um, home CDs of music or anything? No, I didn't really care that much. I mean, I've got. Some songs on here from uh, Charlie Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. I remember liking them. Yeah. Uh, but no, I really wasn't too into the music scene. Didn't really pay that much attention to it. I didn't mind Foho, but I didn't really like. Yeah. Could you sing along with radio songs? A couple of them. Some of the ones that were super popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, Elevai Voltar, I remember that one pretty clearly. Um, and So Puruma Noich, I remember that one pretty well. Those were both uh, Charlie Brown Jr. songs that I, I heard quite a bit. Yeah. So you're yep. more into the Charlie Brown Jr. genre, like rock. Yeah, more like the rock. But the Foho as well rock, didn't bother me. I don't rap. didn't bother, I liked it, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I love singing along with cheesy Foho songs on the radio. <laughs> I would, like, listen to it and ask people who sings it and what the song name is and, and <laughs> memorize them. So, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't ever like. <laughs> can you really? That's yeah. hilarious. No, I never paid that much attention to it. Never really got into it. Never really cared that much. Okay, so we'll play, play a Charlie Brown Jr. to end. Um, there we go. Some of your favorite foods. Besides I, the moosey. Besides what? The yeah. Um, I remember going to the shopping in Natal and just loving the. Uh, um. Wow, how come I just blanked out on the name? The purple fruit. The... Oh, I can't remember this. <laughs> It'll come back to me in a second. I literally loved the food in Brazil. When I got back to the United States, I I seriously was angry that our food is so bad. Like, I remember being, like, literally angry. I was like, we're a first world country, and we have four flavors. We got friggin' salt, fat, sugar... And then cinnamon sometimes. Like, that's all we, that's all we got. That's yeah. the only, we all have four flavors. This is ridiculous. I hate it. Like, I love Brazilian food. I love beans and rice. I love the meats. What's a purple I loved, fruit? 
What's it's it taste the, like? Is it a juice or do you eat it? No, it was like a, it was like a, it was like a ice cream almost with, uh, and they put oats on top of it. Oh, acai. Acai natijela, perfect. Okay. I love that at the shopping. I eat that all the time. Yeah, there's acai is is like a health craze right now. Or a yeah. couple years ago, they're coming out with all these acai drinks and. Yeah. And yeah, I I got some at Costco mm-hmm. the other day and made some. It was good. It wasn't as good as it was in Brazil, but it's no, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to compare. <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of acai. I, I went for the uh, acerola and loved acerola. Loved uh, it. I liked caju. It's a. Acquired, I liked caju too. It's an acquired taste because it burns your mouth and it leaves your throat fuzzy. The ch- I liked the chalky feel. Yeah, I really the chalky did. feel. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some me people too. hate it. Did you like farinha? I did like farinha. So you you dump uh, farinha on your rice and beans. I wouldn't like dump it. I'd like I'd like sprinkle it, right? Like you right, have to right, have right, the right. right you have to have the right ratio, obviously. But so I'd, what about like raw farinha? But that's not farofa. Oh I, yeah, I'm fine with you there. I prefer <laughs> the farofa, but the other <laughs> one's fine. I hated soupy beans. And yep. So so I put the the sand in there just to soak up all the soak it up. That's soak right. It, up. Yeah. it reminds me almost of like oil you know like when you have like an oil spill and you put the the oil absorber on top of it it's kind of like what the idea there put some kitty litter on there yep that's the <laughs> idea you know what else i really really loved though was the couscous i loved the, the couscous couscous camovos yep i loved that in fact i've, yeah, I've right. searched high and loaded to get that same type of couscous here and make it and i haven't found it yet what about the cochinhas and the fried foods Cochinhas I loved, and I found a lady that supplies cochinhas here in Provo, and I am a regular customer. Oh, fun. Yeah, I loved those. Uh-huh. I loved almost all the food. I remember only having a few negative experiences with food there. The blood obviously didn't work out very well, mm-hmm. um, and later on when I was eating that on my mission, I, I'd eat it, but it, it was always kind of nerve-wracking, wondering if I was going to get super sick again. Yeah. Um, then I remember eating a thing called makata. Did you ever eat makata? What is it? So it's counties. Um, they literally take like the ligaments and like the knee, uh, joint and they boil it and they like make a soup almost like a, yeah, they make like a soup out of it, but then you eat the soup as well as the knee ligaments. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was, I had a bone soup with Gualberto and then maybe that's what that was. And it was so gross. Yeah. It was really disgusting. And I remember the knee joints were maybe not cooked right, or maybe they were. I don't know, but it was like it was like trying to eat a balloon, you know. Like you yeah. put it in your mouth and you just chew, 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 chew. I mean, it's never, not going anywhere. It's a freaking balloon. I mean, it was crazy. So I was like trying to cut them up, and even cutting it was hard. And uh, so I just cut it up into pieces that were small. If I could just swallow, you couldn't chew them up. Like it was crazy. So that was pretty bad. I remember that It was bad. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I loved the. Uh, like the chickens, like the stroganoff and stuff. Like, yeah, that was good. Lo- super good. Yeah. yeah, I love the beans and rice always. Um, what about yeah. um, uh, all-you-can-eat pizza places? Um, besides, besides Pizza Hut, like the Brazilian pizza places. I mostly had positive experiences with pizza places. Yeah, you put yeah the, I uh, did. Did you put the ketchup and the must or the mayonnaise on top of your pizza? Yeah, I mean, usually, I mean, I wouldn't add extra. You know, they usually put some <laughs> on there for me. So I I'd just stick with what they had. I mean, sometimes I'd add a little bit of extra ketchup if it was dry, but, yeah. you know, and then, I, then I'd use the, the plastic napkins to smear it around on my fingers. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> the napkins wouldn't wipe anything off of your fingers. No, they were, they were like wax paper. <laughs> they were wax was, paper. 
yeah, it wasn't absorbent at all. So, um, shoot, let's see. Okay, uh, I have a bone to pick with you though about Guadana. I don't care what you say. The Quach was not better. The Guadana Antarctica was better. You have an opinion? You're the first person that even knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> the Quach, yeah, and I have a strong opinion about it. I the Quach was okay. It was good. No, but Quach- Antarctica. <clears throat> Yeah, Antarctica okay. is definitely superior. I hear what you're saying. Um, we'd have to do a blind shootout, though. Because the Quatch was sweeter. It and, was. And uh, the Antarctica, it's like the Barks root beer compared to the A&W root beer. I think that's a fair comparison. It's fair. A&W was superior, and Antarctica was superior. <laughs> no, I was going the other way. <laughs> um, it's all right. No, Antarctica's great. I mean... Well, it's, it's yeah, whatever. They're both good, but I like Quatch. Well, I'm not gonna say that you're wrong and I'm right, but that's how it is. <laughs> I just have a strong opinion about it. Even the cans, even the Guadana cans were nice. I mean, both of them are better than Biggie. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Or whatever they ran. The Grapetch was pretty good though. I liked the Grapetch whenever yeah. I got it. Grapetch was was always good. <laughs> yep. Fanta, was, Fanta yep. Uva. Fanta Uva. Yep. Loved all of those, and then I loved the juices, man. All of them. I didn't ever. I mean, I didn't like the only one I didn't ever like that much was papaya. I never liked papaya that much. But no, papaya just remind me of Birch's smoothies that he'd have to make every day because he couldn't poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember those. <laughs> Do you remember the other thing I remember really well is pancakes for some reason. You remember making pancakes and using the mapling to to make some maple syrup and eat those? Those were delicious i remember that yep i had some mapleine i left it on the mission and gave it to somebody can't remember who <laughs> but that was that was probably you get like two cups of sh- sugar and one cup of water or something you just <laughs> yeah. boil it and you know, some mapleine and all yep. of this is maple flavored sugar water <laughs> yep yep it was delicious it was good yep was making some syrup holy That's... cow it's already been 50 minutes on our third round we, we're, we're at like 215 oh, right now or 220 even holy cow yeah it went by fast you did a good job thanks but, man anything, yeah i love the anything love else the... before we want to cut it um were there other standard questions you asked everybody else i don't remember if there was something else i was excited to tell you about i don't remember now um we went over year by year after and the, each companion and area favorite house what's your favorite house uh, my favorite house was Mochidao. I mean, it was a sweet house. Filippi uh, Camarao was probably a close second. It was actually a pretty decent house that I liked. We went over some crazy stories. Um, did you play much War or Uno or uh, Phase Days? No, I actually didn't do the games that much throughout the mission, surprisingly. Did you have a CD player? I had a tape player. I never had a CD player. <laughs> tape player. Yeah, because I was recording tapes to send right, home. Right, right, right. But to like listen to church music or uh, um, the best two years soundtrack or anything like that. My companions usually had the CD players, and I did listen to a lot of those songs. Like I did like the, the best two years. I liked the Singles Ward. Listened to a lot of that. Yeah. I have like all of the songs from best two years still memorized. I could sing, <laughs> I could sing them right now. I probably could do. <laughs> oh man, so bad. Those songs. <laughs> um, I got. Uh, well, let's cut it and then we'll talk. So. Perfect. So, um, 
pode entrar, quem tá aqui, tá em casa, chega aí, pode entrar, quem tá aqui, tá em casa, olá, prazer, a noite hum, é nossa, garçom, por favor, vem aqui e sirva bem a visita. Pode entrar quem tá 